I hope everyone's having a good week, but it's time to get vulnerable. Welcome back to Skinny Stories to Tell in the Dark. Hello my friends, happy February. I'm currently sitting here in my room. I just had a pitaya bowl, it was very cold. My thing is I love having smoothie bowls for breakfast and I make them myself every day, but like the only downside is having them in the winter afterwards i literally just curl up in a ball in bed because i'm freezing my ass off and yeah i'm covered in a robe and two blankets right now because i'm so cold love that for me i can't believe we're already almost one sixth of the way into 2020 am i doing my math right yeah like two months out of 12 one sixth okay i am very out of it <laughs> this is what happens when i record podcasts like first thing in the morning it's like 8 a.m right now and i'm like I'm kind of awake, but I'm kind of not, and my coffee's already wearing off. You know, just love all that for me. But today I'm going to be talking about easy ways you can incorporate the law of attraction and manifestation into your daily life. So yeah, I'm going to give you those easy ways, give you kind of a rundown on what the law of attraction and manifestation are and like the difference between them, because I know that's kind of confusing. And yeah, I'm not an expert by any means. I've only recently gotten into all this spiritual what was I even trying to say? Spirituality stuff. Um, yeah, like I've said in past episodes, like I'm not super religious, or honestly, I'm not religious at all, but I I do think I'm spiritual in the sense that of like law of attraction, manifestation, all that stuff, that there is like the universe versus like God, like I believe in the universe, and yeah, I respect what everyone believes, you know? Um, you do you, I do me, it's all cool here. But yeah, that's why I've kind of gotten into this. And as I learn more about it, I want to incorporate it into the podcast. And I think the easiest way to really get into the law of attraction and everything is just to find little ways you can infuse it into your daily routine. Because I definitely think habits, like, it's easier rather than jumping in to doing something, like, at full blast. This could go for, like, working out, eating healthy, too. I think it's easier to make, like, little changes every day and then see that progress over time and have it be more sustainable as a part of your life and a new habit and everything. But yeah, before we can get into all that, I'm gonna go into my thoughts about The Bachelor this week and so much went down. And after that, I'm gonna do my roses and life updates. So let's talk about The Bachelor. I kind of think it would be fun to have some little song that plays before I say the let's talk about The Bachelor, but I don't know what ringtone, or not ringtone, I'm so out of it right now. (laughs) I don't know what I would put for that. Like, I'm thinking of like, I don't know, the actual show doesn't have like a theme song, but like Paradise does like the almost paradise, like I can't sing, but that, I don't know, it'd be fun to have more jingles throughout the podcast, but I also wouldn't want cheesy jingles. I don't know but all I gotta say like for my notes on this bachelor thought segment the first thing I wrote in all capitals is just oof like so this week there was two episodes which I didn't even realize until Monday night Mondays was three hours instead of two so that was already a long ass episode and then yesterday Wednesday's episode was two hours so we got five hours of the bachelor this week and I'm not complaining it kind of reminds me of in the summer when I would watch paradise and I think it was like Monday and Wednesday too yeah yeah or was it monday and tuesday something like that but it was twice a week so there's just so much hours to watch and like honestly like like i said i'm not complaining because i'm super picky about television and everything so like if it's hard for me to find new shows so when the shows i actually like and the few things i actually watch on tv are on like that is all i'm watching so it's nice just to have more things to watch but i don't even like these two episodes because it was so many hours of things there's so many things that went on and so much petty drama so i'm gonna i kind of broke it down so it feels like already so long ago that he sent Leia home like 
I don't know. I was really glad to see her go. And I've heard other people say this on like, I listened to the Bachelor, um, what's it called? Bachelor Happy Hour with Rachel Lindsay. And it used to be this person named Allie. And now it's Becca Kufrin. Yeah, but I listened to that podcast that's like done by two previous Bachelorettes. You should listen to that if you're interested. But they talked about how like, they didn't even see like, when Peter would talk about, oh, I have this spark with Alea, like, they didn't see it. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly how I felt. Like, I didn't, I don't know, Peter stressed, he was kept saying, like, oh, I feel like there's something there with Alea, but, like, I never saw anything. Like, maybe they just didn't show it, and it's the way it was edited, but it didn't look there like there was anything going on between them, but yeah. And then Sydney went on her date, and Peter goes, like, oh, Sydney, you're the best kisser, and, like, tea. With all that, that's just, like, tea, and I feel like kind of what, like, Hannah Brown talked about last year with Tyler, I feel like Peter, it was more, like, in lust with Sydney than, like, in love. Like, I think he wanted to bang her, but I don't know if she was his wife, because you could see there was a lot of sexual tension there, especially with them, like, making out in, like, 12 different spots around, what was it, like, a, what was that? Not a lagoon. What's the word? Hot springs. And then he sends her home. He's like, you're the best kisser, but bye. Like, okay. And then also, Tammy. I've heard other people say this too, but she was literally like the, we're rooting for you, we're all rooting for you thing, and then she's just so messy, like, I went in, like, initially, like, the first few weeks really liking Tammy, like, everyone did, she was, like, a favorite out of everyone, and, like, now, ooh, like, she just got so annoying, and you could tell, like, there was no connection between her and Peter, like, she said it at one time, like, oh, you think of me as, like, a bro or something like that, and I feel like that just kind of set the tone for everything else, like, I didn't think Peter was super into her, so I don't know why she stayed around that long, and then she knew that they didn't really have a connection, so she was just kind of trying to sabotage everyone else, but yeah, that was messy, Tammy was being super annoying and the worst, and definitely is being painted as the villain, and this also reminds me of last year, and it's just, like, I feel like Tammy needs to stay in her lane, you know, I mean, McKenna and Kelsey are both annoying at times, but Tammy needs to chill. Also, like, I wrote this down again, like, Kelsey also needs to chill. I've talked about how she annoys me before, but, like, I don't know. I don't see her and Peter together in the long term, so I don't know why she's on the show still, and I feel like she's gonna be on it for a while, like, spoiler alert, but I think she makes it to hometowns, and, like, I don't know, like, I just don't get what their spark is. She seems, like, way more into him than he is into her like when peter's into other girls like you know and i feel like he kind of shows it with her but not that much and she's just like all the crying is just annoying like i feel like i don't know like i'm the last person to say get your shit together but get your shit together and then victoria f like that whole chase rice thing last week i already talked about that but this week like it was kind of annoying how she got two dates because that's kind of just like a big f you to all the other girls and I just think she's, I don't know, a little sketch. And obviously, I know the stuff that has been going on off screen. Also, Cosmo pulling the cover. Thank you, Cosmo. But yeah, I'm curious to see in the next few weeks because I know her dirty laundry gets aired. So I'm interested to see how that will play out. And I really like Hannah Ann. I've said this before. I know that's an unpopular opinion, but I really like her. And it's sad to see Peter question her, even though I do understand it because she is young and everything. And also, like, I very much so related to Hannah Ann when one of the fights was going down. I think it might have been the Kelsey thing with Kelsey and Tammy. And she's, like, not in the room and she leans over and she says something like, I mean, I want to know what's going on. And is, like, looking over. And 
what else did I have to say? Oh, the Kelly thing. Okay, Kelly is literally like, she's the smartest person there, the most ready. She has her shit together. And then Peter questions her the most. And she's not afraid to put him in his place. And like, I don't know, Peter like sees something good and he like shies away from it versus he's literally like other people have said, like he rewards the drama. And also my point with this is, okay, so Kelly doesn't feel super comfortable in this show. Like most people... Like, you have to be a certain type of personality to feel comfortable, like, super comfortable going on The Bachelor and participating with everyone and whatnot. So does Peter want someone who's, like, super comfortable with The Bachelor process, which is just a temporary thing? Or does he want someone who's, like, a sustainable relationship out of this, is my question. Also, last point on my Bachelor thoughts, they totally built up Peter's freaking injury. Like... I loved uh, Nick Viles' like Halloween costume where he had the band-aid on his head and the pilot costume. That was funny. But like when they show the actual clip of Peter hitting his head, it was not even like not to say he didn't get hurt, and I totally felt bad for him, and I'm sure like it was really scary and sad and painful. But like I don't know, it didn't look. It was very o- underwhelming. I was expecting more out of the whole ordeal. But yeah, that's all my thoughts on The Bachelor for this week. Again, sorry. If- whoever's listening to this doesn't like the bachelor just skip ahead but as for my rose for the week i talked about this a little before but it feels like spring is kind of in the air i've been going on walks with my mom and my brother which i miss doing because normally i walk a ton but because it's been so cold i'll just go to the gym and then i don't know walking is my favorite type of exercise like i feel like it's good in all aspects of it like it's good for like the body the mind and the soul just being outside getting fresh air moving your body and then like also like a lot of times i'll go on walks with other people like my mom or my friends and whatnot and it's just good to like chat and stuff and it goes by so fast and it's just very enjoyable and yeah but it's starting to feel like spring like i said and it's weird when spring's in the air like i'll get the kind of smell or sense of spring when the sky's blue like randomly or i guess it's just not super cold one day but i get weird feelings of like deja vu or at least lately like whenever it turns around to be spring i just get weird deja vu and obviously spring comes every year but i don't know i've been getting a really weird like sense for spring this year i don't know if that makes any sense also i've just had a lot of deja vu maybe it's this just because i'm back in portland and it's like kind of feels like high school again like applying to transfer doing my thing here so maybe it's just like feeling like deja vu from that because i haven't like lived here in two years i don't know but i have some good life updates this week it finally feels like Things are getting in schedule. Last week I talked about how this week I would be doing a lot of training for work and also my classes, but last week I was a very smart bitch. I prepped and got ahead of all my classes, which I normally do anyways, but I went like two weeks ahead on work, so then this week wouldn't be too stressful. I still had some things due that weren't released yet until like the actual week, but my workload this week for school has been really manageable, and work actually, surprisingly, even though I worked a while, it was really manageable, and I really enjoyed it, and I love my job. All the people I work with are so nice. Like, it's just a chill job. Like, it's definitely like hard work and whatnot, and like long hours and everything but I don't know like I really enjoy my time there and I look forward to going to work which is always great so yeah that's kind of what's going on with me so now we can get on into the main part of this episode I want to think of a fun like term for the main part of this episode because I need like a better transition for that I always say like the main meat or the main whatever the juicy part or something and then it's just cringy and not it so I'm trying to think let me think on the spot here it just goes silent. 
I guess maybe because the podcast is called like skinny stories to tell in the dark maybe I'll call like the main part of the episode like this week's story even if it's not a story yeah we'll go with that for now so the main story for this episode about how to incorporate the law of attraction into your life so I did a lot of research on this and I also don't want to claim like a lot of the quotes I'm pulling are mine I'm just kind of giving you guys the information and this is like a learning session I'm learning with you you're learning with me I did the same thing kind of in my episode a few episodes back it was called goodbye new year's resolutions hello intentions because I've recently gotten into this whole like law of attraction manifestation everything and yeah so I'm learning about it with you guys and I just think it's super interesting and something I truly believe in and want to learn more about and practice more so yeah I thought I'd bring it on the podcast as well and I think there's a lot of benefits to this that I'll talk about in a minute but I think this also is very applicable to a podcast like this one skinny stories you know it's about I mean a lot of things but it's centered around like being a mental health podcast and like vulnerable like open conversations and my tips and tricks and experiences so I think this also can be good for your mental health I've heard other people talk about this um really good podcasts to listen to for like beginner stuff around this um Gretchen Garrity if you don't know who she is she has a podcast called happy hour and she had Arlen Moore on it like a week or two ago and she had two episodes with him all about like well the first one was kind of about their friendship and stuff with little aspects of like law of attraction and then the next episode was like all around that so I would definitely listen to those and they had a lot of good points but they mentioned how it like can really help your mental health because like he struggled with anxiety and then he got into all the spirituality and stuff and was able to use it to help him and they also stressed the point that this isn't like a replacement for therapy and a lot of people need like either medication or therapy or other things other than just like having like being spiritual I guess which I definitely agree with like this is a supplement to like other things you're doing to take care of your mental health not a replacement so like for me personally like I already go to therapy I've had moments I've never been on medication and I'm not necessarily planning to but I've had just such lows that I've considered it and then I also have like dreams and desires and things I want to achieve so I think practicing the law of attraction and manifestation and stuff will be good for my mental health as like a supplement rather than a replacement for therapy it'll just help what I'm already doing like you know when I'm with my struggles and stuff like I'm kind of willing to try anything that will help so yeah and I just think it's all super fun to learn about whether you're into it or not and the first step like I mentioned before is little ways to incorporate the law of attraction into your daily routine and then it can become a habit I think the phrase is like it takes 30 days to form a habit and then 90 days to form a lifestyle so if you're doing a little bit every day for like a month or like three months then you can really change your life and become like um, I found some quote that says a human magnet for like all the things you want whether that be like emotionally physically or in relationships and everything so yeah so to quickly define what the law of attraction is i have two different definitions here the first one is the law of attraction is the attractive magnetic power of the universe that draws similar energies together it manifests through the power of creation everywhere and in many ways even the law of gravity is part of the law of attraction this law attracts thoughts ideas people situations and circumstances And the next definition is the belief that positive thoughts are magnets for positive life experiences and negative thoughts are the magnets for negative life experiences. Um, So yeah, it's just kind of attracting the practice of attracting what you want into your life and 
to in order to do that you have to like focus on that and not focus on the negative and so there's the law of attraction and then there's manifestation which i know are kind of used interchangeably so i try to figure out what the difference is because i'm still like a little confused about it but i found this uh quote that says the law of attraction is a universal law just like the law of gravity it works by your thoughts and a manifestation is what you create from those thoughts so like if you practice the law of attraction then you can achieve whatever you're manifesting i guess if that makes sense and then as for some benefits of using the law of attraction in your life you can gain a new perspective to like positive or ne negative situations and kind of have like a mindset shift you can have all these really cool like magical things happening and like Arlen said this in his episode like he uh wrote down like all these things he wanted to like manifest and then two years later they all were like his actual life so you can have these really cool things happen you can be more present you can connect with good like-minded people you'll realize like the infinite possibilities of things you can achieve you'll attract a or increase abundance you will stop attracting what you don't want you can boost your business or your career and like i said before you can boost your mood and better process certain situations so really quickly i wanted to talk about kind of examples of seeing the law of attraction in your life and stuff so the first one is i used to be and these are just kind of situations where i was like oh dang like if i'm focusing on x like it really attracts that into your life so recently i well not recently like four years ago i was friends with this girl over the internet and it was just messy kind of and yeah i just stopped talking to her four years ago recently i like i don't know i just remembered her i maybe i was like seeing something about internet friends or something on twitter and then i was like oh i wonder what she's up to and i just thought of it like that and then i didn't think much else about it and then the next day i went and looked on my instagram and she had like messaged me and i don't know it's just weird because like i hadn't thought about her in years and then i thought about her and then right after that she messaged me another example or kind of series of examples is i've had this thing where when i've been like in high school not as much recently but i would say things like it would be funny if blank or like um yeah i would just say it would be funny if blank happened and two examples of this one of those is i was with my friends and we were it was a snow day and all the roads in portland were iced over and we were walking from my friend natalie's house to my friend jenna's house and they live pretty close together and we were like slipping and sliding on the street and i was like it would be funny if one of us just fell right now and then right after that smack i fell i kind of like was that the time i think i fractured my tailbone maybe it was that day but yeah that happened and then a kind of funnier example is in high school it was my sophomore year i took the bus um with jenna every day home from school and there's this guy I had a crush on. I didn't talk to a lot or really at all, but I had a crush on him. And he would ride our bus sometimes. And then this one day, I was getting on the bus and I was like, and you know when you have those code words for people? <laughs> our code word for this guy was boy. You know, very creative. But so bo boy, I would even call him that like when we we're in public, like I wouldn't say his real name. And so we were on the bus, Jenna and I, and I was like, oh, it'd be funny if boy got on the bus. And then right after that, out of nowhere, he came and he was on the bus. And then at, before he was like, you know how you have to like pay or show your student ID. So there was like a long line and he was like just getting on. And then I said to Jenna, it would be funny if like he 
moved backwards and then he was like because we were sitting on these seats like there's an aisle in between the bus and jen and i were both on the outside seats um on either side of the aisle like across from each other so i was like it'd be funny if he got on and he like got stuck right in between us and guess what happened he got stuck right in between us so those are kind of like silly examples of how like if you're putting this energy out there even if it's like kind of subconscious or like not super like intentful i guess you will attract these things so those are just some like kind of basic examples or like other people will say like if you're researching like an item you want like a car or like school if you learn about a concept then you'll start seeing that concept everywhere so yeah and i found another quote about all this that um just kind of explains it again and it says our beliefs dictate our life they determine our thoughts and feelings how we view ourselves where we focus our attention and what we believe is possible in our life. When we look at our lives in general, when we react in a negative way to a particular circumstance, it means we're seeing those things in a way that isn't serving us, that makes us think something better isn't possible, that things will stay the same way as they already are. So that quote kind of relates to mental health and everything. So it really is just like, it's about perspective. And I'm not saying like, oh, if you do or do this or don't do this, like you're gonna heal your anxiety, heal your eating disorder i don't think that's necessarily true like i think this is definitely a supplement to things but i figure looking on the positive is always beneficial and if you can try anything else to like boost your mood or help you get through stuff and supplement to therapy it's like why not try it so now that i've kind of given you guys like a run through of what the law of attraction is and why i believe in it some examples from my life the benefits and everything now we're going to get into how you can incorporate it into your daily routine the first thing is some suggested times to practice this so online i found some suggested times and it says set off two to five minutes when you first wake up set off two to five minutes during lunch set off 10 minutes during your commute set off five minutes before going to sleep or set off your manifesting when you speak and the first step to actually practicing during any of those times or whenever you can find time, it doesn't have to be a long amount of time. Like it says, you can just do uh, like two to five minutes when you first wake up or during lunch or something or during your commute. Um, the first thing you have to do with your time and stuff is decide what you want and why you truly want it. And part of this I talked about in my last episode related to this is your ego versus your higher self. So your ego's like, your head voice and your higher self um online i found this thing that says it's more of like your heart voice so your ego is kind of what's been ingrained by you in you with like societal stuff and everything and your higher self or your heart voice or another thing says it's like your soul is kind of what you truly want and truly desire for like as the bachelor would say i'll make this joke again the right reasons so one way you can kind of figure out what you want and why you truly want it is to create a manifesting shopping list so you can write down what you want, whether it's like a material thing, a career business thing, a personality or emotional thing, a physical thing, a relationship thing, and just try to think about like why you want those things when you're writing them down and try to reflect on whether it will truly make you happy and focus on how it will make you feel. So say, for example, you are single and you want to be in a relationship. So when you've achieved that relationship with X person, how will you feel when you achieve that? Will you feel satisfied that you have everything you wanted and that's truly what you did desire? Or will you still feel like, oh, I just have this and I'm just like left empty still? So just like, or same with like material things, like you really want a car. Do you really want it because it will like improve your life and you'll be happier or you just want it to like show it off? So I don't know, just try to think about your intentions behind what you're wanting to manifest.
So some ways you can actively practice the law of attraction include visualization. So there's different types of visualization. I don't know a lot because like I said, I'm new about this too, but some things that I found online are that you should imagine or visualize what you want your day to be like. So take two minutes to unfold everything in a positive manner by building a clear and vibrant image of every hour of your day. So remember to see yourself in the positive light as like strong and happy and with all the things you want and also visualize yourself satisfied with everything you have and remember to visualize yourself in a good mood throughout the day and do your best to cheer up when the feeling of blue ever tries to creep in and try to picture like your daily routine so like tori sterling if you don't listen to her podcast manifest you should it's really good um she talks about like visualization and stuff and how you want to visualize like every aspect from like what you're wearing when you have your dreams to like what your house smells like just get like as detailed as possible in what you're visualizing and then there's also like multi-perspective visualization well you're rather than seeing yourself through like your perspective you're seeing it through like a third person or how like someone in your life will see you so like this article i found online says like say you're like what you're trying to manifest is like relationship see yourself how like your spouses like how your in-laws will see you how will they see you what will they think of you Another thing you can do is dream or vision boarding. This is kind of a visualization thing as well. But yeah, cut out things and pictures of what you want. And it's kind of fun, artsy, you know. Get a magazine, go on Pinterest, print out what you want. Make it all look pretty together. (laughs) Another technique is writing. And you can do this in like a few different ways. And what I found online says it's important to write as if it's already reality and you are speaking it into existence. You could write in the third person, you could write in a journal, be as detailed as possible. Like I said with Tori's thing, like write down like what you want your future house to smell like. And this will help you stay focused. You can also create a positive list. Um, I've seen things online that say if you want to attract like positivity and everything to create a list of positive things. It doesn't have to be a specific category or pertain to you, but just things that are positive. So you could write like Apple, kids, school, just stuff like that and list a hundred positive things because you're then you're going to attract those positive things into your life. You could also do a future you journal, which is a journaling technique in which you'll write about like as if you are your future self, like living as if, I'll talk about it in a minute, but you just want to write like what that version of you would be going through throughout your day, I guess. Like I woke up, I'm going to the job of my dreams, I'm wearing X outfit, just kind of that whole thing. And then you can also free write and this will help declutter your mind. You kind of do this like when you brainstorm in like writing class, but just like taking any thoughts you have, putting it on paper so it can clear up space in your mind to be thinking about stuff that will be more beneficial towards you. You can also speak your affirmations or talk about your dream more with others. You could say stuff in the mirror. You can use I statements. But you want to make sure that you're not focusing on the negative. I kind of talked about this with setting intentions. And when you're doing these affirmations, you want to talk about it in the present tense, like using I am statements versus I want to be. Like you talk about it as if you already are what you want, if that makes sense. So rather than saying like I want to be happier, say I am happier. And then, like, rather than saying, I don't want to be sad, say, I am happy. Stuff like that. And then also, like I said, talking about your dream more than others, because then you're kind of putting it out there. So whether it's, like, talking with your parents, like, oh, I want to have this career. I want to work in this city. I want to date this person who has these traits. Just talk about what you want more with other people. You can also do gratitude journaling, because being thankful for what you already have and writing it down will lead to having more things to be grateful for. 
and then also like invest time in getting good karma you know the phrase what goes around comes around so if you're doing like charitable things or stuff like that then you're more likely to get some good karma in your life so online from this website called loving living lovely but lovely spelled like love and then l-e-e dot com there's this article about living as if so you're living as if your goals are your reality and i thought i'd read some excerpts from that because i found it super interesting they actually had this quote from the wolf of wall street that jordan belfort says and i love that movie love leonardo dicaprio but the quote is act as if act as if you're a wealthy man (laughs) rich already and then you'll surely become rich act as if you have unmatched confidence and then people will surely have confidence in you act as if you have unmatched experience and then people will follow your advice act as if you are already a tremendous success and as sure as i stand here today you will become successful so yeah you just want to if it's kind of like don't or what's the phrase like fake it till you make it like if you don't feel like you're good at something just act like you are and eventually you will be stuff like that so acting as if is one of the most fun tools to facilitate action from the universe you get to step into a character that you love and pretend that you're already experiencing your desired situation so yeah i want to give a lot of credit to livinglovely.com i'm just kind of reading for the act as if section about like what their article said so definitely go check it out there but i found it super interesting so i wanted to include it So acting as if can help us work through unhealthy habits and patterns. It is extremely useful in changing thoughts, beliefs, and attitudes, and has even been used to treat depression and a number of other mental disorders. So the first step is acting the part. Whatever it is you're trying to attract, a career, house, friend, partner, physical change, you have to physically behave as if you already have what you desire. So if you want the perfect partner, consider how you would behave if you had this person. Write down all the things you would do and think, and then adopt these behaviors, attitudes, and beliefs into your present life. The next step is speaking the part. So it's about, like, essentially speaking your desire into existence and how you would react to everything. So watch the way you speak about yourself and your life. If it doesn't align with the reality you deserve, you have to change it and change it on the spot. Um, Instead of saying phrases like, there are no good men, or I can't find a job, replace it with the opposite. So say like, um, there are like so many great men out there, I can't wait to meet them. I'm receiving job offers left and right. Also take notice of how you react to things people say and to everyday occurrences. Make sure to only speak and react in the way that you would speak and react once you have manifested your desire. That is how to act as if you already have it. And then look the part. This can speed up the creation process even more. Looking the part is the equivalent of dressing for the job you want, not the job you have. Buy clothes for the profession you desire, and if possible, start dressing that way. And you can look the part for everything, not even just career choices. You can look and dress the part to create a brand from yourself or feel a certain way. Find clothes that fit the life you're creating, and you will feel amazing. And then the last step is believing in the character, which is the most important step. You have to fully believe in your future self if you want to tap in. You're enhancing the traits you already have and bringing them out more um once you if you do all these things like acting the part speaking the part looking the part if you don't truly believe that that part is part of you then you won't get there so you have to believe it and then another thing um arlen and gretchen talked about this in her podcast but a big thing for getting like the law of attraction to work and everything is kind of having the mindset of wanting these goals to happen but being okay with if they don't and just being kind of content and happy as you are And then the last two incorporation techniques that you can do kind of go hand in hand, but like yoga and meditation are great. So like with meditation, just like find a place to sit comfortable, focus on your breath, pay attention to body sensations, focus on the frequency, 
focus on the frequency of your sessions, not the length. And maybe listen to a guided meditation if you haven't practiced that before. And you can go to like a yoga class or follow like a yoga YouTube video. But I guess the biggest thing is just trying to be present. But yeah, those are all my tips. This is, was a lot of online research because I am not an expert by any means on law of attraction. But I find it super interesting and something I'm trying to incorporate. I find it has been helping me like have a more positive mindset and be more content with my life and... It hasn't like cured my depression or anxiety or eating disorder stuff, but it's definitely like helps me just be more present and mindful and everything. So I think it's been super beneficial and I find it super interesting. Like I said, you should listen to Tori's podcast, Manifest or Gretchen's Happy Hour podcast if you want more information because they have really good episodes that I would recommend. To end this off, I'm going to do the weekly affirmations, which are a practice of the law of attraction that I think you guys may have noticed I've been including every week. Because, yeah, these statements are things that I think are helpful for me or you guys. So you can repeat it back after I repeat it or just kind of listen to what I'm saying. So I'm going to repeat these three times. I'm setting myself up for success. I'm giving the attention to what really matters. I enjoy being present. I'm setting myself up for success. I'm giving attention to what really matters. I enjoy being present. I'm setting myself up for success. I'm giving attention to what really matters. I enjoy being present. Thank you guys all for listening so much. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Haley Nimick and the podcast at Skinny Stories Podcast. I love you all so much. Appreciate all your support. You are all so strong and so beautiful. And I will talk to you guys next week.